Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of He's a Kiefer. I'm your host, Zach Duke. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron. And this week, we watched Trapped in Silence. Did we ever. Tra- Trapped in Silence, 1986. The director's name is Michael Tuchner. Tuchner? Michael Tuchner. I don't know. I Tuchner. Um, the the Tuch, by... as we like to call him. Uh, yep, you got uh, Kiefer Sutherland starring. Heard of him. You got uh, Marsha Mason yep. as uh, the main psychiatrist. You got Ron Silver as her buddy Jeff. And Rebecca Scholl as Marlis Menges. I don't even remember who Marlis Menges is. You also got John Mahoney as Dr. Winslow. That's the second appearance oh. of John Mahoney as the head of a medical facility where Kiefer Sutherland is. Okay. The other one was Article 99. Nice. He's the dad from Frasier. Uh-huh. Okay, that makes sense. I'm How's remembering it? this now. So, I, I would ask you what happens in this movie, but you're a little fried, so I'm going to tell the fine people at home what happens oh, in this ooh. movie. So, Go for it. Uh, this movie. Uh... It is uh, Marsha Mason. She is a she plays a psychiatrist, a do- doctor, and she is tasked with uh, helping out Kevin Richter, played by Kiefer Sutherland, uh, who is 17 years old and he doesn't talk. He's been nonverbal uh, since he was uh, taken in by the state. Um, he has history. His he has he's been abused in the past. They don't really know what's going on with him. No one's been able to get to him. But she gets to him, and she gets him to open up and talk. And she finds out more and more about his past and tries to help him work through it. And eventually, he's able to be released from the institution. And it's good. That's the movie. What did we yeah. think of this movie? Um, I didn't like it. Okay. I'm going to say it. I didn't like it very much at all. It was I mostly found it to be shocking for shocking's sake. Mhm. Um and really not accomplishing anything with that. It's you just supposed to be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he went through that." Okay, cool. Uh let's move on then. Uh <laughs> in the in the movie where yeah. it's just like, "All right. We got to get to the next scene." Uh, kind of wrap this up, buddy. He he went through trauma. He went through trauma. I I won't say I entirely hated this movie, but it just yeah a lot of a lot of it is just Kiefer Sutherland saying. And then this horrible thing happened. That's so awful. You're gonna like crawl in your skin, and you're like okay, cool. Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's, it's an '80s uh, made-for-TV yeah. movie. It's very like Reader's Digest funded this. Kind of like that makes sense. Kind of like whoa, you'll never believe what happened to this young boy to make him like this. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I would believe it because this is very on-the-nose writing. Yeah, uh, you're not really. I mean, like you're right. There's a lot of points where it's just trying to be shocking, just to be shocking, and. That's definitely when it's at its worst. 
uh, I think the cast is what really makes it tolerable. Like, all yeah, the, all the actors are given a good performance. Kiefer is putting in a solid uh, performance here. I think that's kind of what saves it from being just kind of generic garbage, but it's still pretty generic. It's still pretty generic garbage, but at least I get to see Kiefer Sutherland kind of tear the place up a bit. Kind of doing his thing. And and, yeah, and Marcia Mason's good, too. She's yeah, very supportive mom. Um, or supportive therapist. Yep. But, yeah, there's like... I don't know, big yikes. There are some big yikes. Things in this movie. One thing I'm going to talk about, the, like, I, I'm going to try and steer around most of that. This one isn't, I don't know, basically just like, you know, the part when he's trying to to talk again? Yeah. That was just not my, it just felt like they're like, okay, Kiefer, we need you to be a person with special needs now. Yeah, it definitely does walk that line a few times, and it definitely crosses that line a few times. Yeah, that was... Not, not, not my favorite, but, uh, there's, uh, I don't know. I like movies from the eighties cause I like their bad sets. I like looking at all these bad restaurants, like the pizza restaurant. Oh my God. <laughs> Every eighties movie like, has to have a bad restaurant. <laughs> I feel like I've like was born and I died in that restaurant, you know? Like I just, I feel like there's five thousand of those in Calgary, just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I live next to two of those. Not necessarily, you know, serving on the on a pl- Actually, yeah, you do live nearby one. The one that I'm one of the ones that I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> Dark me, Dark me. But uh, anyways, yeah, pizza place. Uh, there's two parts where he's just in his underwear. There are two parts when he's in his underwear. You're like, wow. Um, a lot of a lot of barren rooms. Yeah, it's, like it makes sense, kind of, but it, it it's just like, oh, we're in another nondescript kind of concrete room. These all look like they're in the same building. Gee, I wonder why. Mm. Uh, ooh, is that the the 80s TV movie budget I'm smelling? Yum. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh, baby. Yeah, there's just there's just not much to say about this movie. It's, you know, it's so run-of-the-mill. No, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, he makes his breakthrough. Uh, he gets better and better. He gets released. But, oh, something happened. But it wasn't his fault, actually. And then yeah. he's got to work harder and harder again, and then he overcomes it. Like, it's just so... Yeah, I'll say books. it... And it, But it didn't even really do a good job of accomplishing that, because the movie also wants you to be afraid of Kiefer a lot of the time. Mm. Because he's so deranged. Because he's like... There's a part where they're just like, okay, Kiefer, go sicko mode. And he's like, ah, I had a knife. I made a knife in my room. <laughs> and I need the knife to get back at the person for the things I'm going to do to him. <laughs> And you're like, okay, Kiefer. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. And, like, you know, they just frame all these things. He, I, Which, yeah, as a as a person dealing with all of these outbursts, yeah, that is traumatic. But it just never really, for me, I never felt like I could really get on, on Kiefer's side. Or, like, anyway. Yeah. It doesn't really make him a very sympathetic character. Which I guess is fair, but it's also... In a movie like this, that's kind of what you, what you should be doing. 
Hmm. Because then it tries to do that later. And it's like, okay. He didn't Oof. mean to break this person's arm, but also we saw him go sicko mode with a knife, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it mishandles that. It kind of, like, really, the movie, I think structurally, it, it, it was like, oh, my God, there's ten, you know, at the the minute when he first goes to the, the group home, it's like, wait, there's still 40 minutes left That's of this? And then every successive 10 minutes, I'm sitting there going, wait, there's still, you know, however much is left left? Because, like, if you, for that last pretty much almost half the movie it feels like it's got all these natural endpoints but it says oh shoot we need something else to happen to increase the runtime uh what if this happens okay what if uh this happens oh will he ever really heal oh stay tuned to find out yeah the other issue is it has two main conflicts and by have it doing that, it doesn't resolve them satisfactorily. Like, so the main, like the the big main conflict is obviously is Kiefer gonna get better, but the other one is um, Marsha uh, Manson's character trying to find out what happened to him, and that one kind of takes away the like any of the satisfaction of the story because every time she finds something out, it's because she just wasn't told it. So it just means we weren't told it, and everyone else already knew it. So yeah. by the time we get to the end, that you know, Kiefer's told us all this stuff, but every all the like this wasn't stuff that was hidden knowledge, and then he's <laughs> just better, as well. Yeah. So like, oh, he's he's feeling better now. He, he just he just needed to set some goals. I mean, really, That's goal setting need. is really important. Goal setting is really important. I'm here to talk to you today, kids, about goal setting. Oh, yes, this is the second movie we've seen with Marsha Mason in it. Now is I remember. Is it? What other movie had Marsha Mason in it? Dugan, comma, baby. Oh, was she the mom in She that? was the mom in She was the mom in Max Dugan. She returned, but Max Dugan did not. Did not. No. <laughs> did not return. That would have been good if if he had if yeah. I miss Max Dugan. Yeah. We all need a little Max Dugan now and then. We all, all need a spot of Dugan in our lives. Okay, can you spot me some Dugan? I'm good. For yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sauce the Dugan. Sauce me the Dugs. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's just, just very not little a... to talk. It's like it's so every the writing's so on the nose. Like there's a scene. Mm-hmm. Where like after he's he's come back he's been really institutionalized after having like an incident they're like you know he's <laughs> just oh uh, he, he's just no there's no has no redeeming value does he and then yeah. Marsha Mason's like well he's a human we are being institutions and, she's and like, institutions yeah but that's nothing the institution is evil at its core she's the only one who sees him people. as a person and will actually wants to help him everyone else doesn't care Err. isn't that interesting you've never seen that before never we in are your subtle life. yeah or when a similar scene afterwards with 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 winslow yeah where she's just sitting in the office she's like no i have to take care of him and i'm like yeah the the movie's already told me that 
through your movie. You don't need to say all of this again. They had Frasier dad. They were going to put him in another scene. Yeah. I should have made him. I should have shown, like, you know, he tries to do therapy with Kiefer, and then, I don't know, he gets, he gets like, maimed or something, and she's like, no, I'm the only one who can do it. You can't even try. You don't know him like I do. I also, big thought that when they introduced Jeff to therapy, that that was going to be a conflict where yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh, he's going to be, you know, he, because the, the whole movie is like, yeah, he's this, this is basically kind of this klutzy idiot who, who overanalyzes everything. He's a Freudian. doesn't really understand people. He's Freudian. He's Freudian. You can say. Um, and then he, but then he just ends up gelling fine with Kiefer. And yeah. His character never causes anything when, his character never does anything. Yeah, he other just... Other than the very end, which he doesn't even do. Somebody else is just like, yeah, we kicked him off the team. Uh, yeah. And then I which, upset Kiefer. Like, he has he no like, agency in this story, and he's just kind of there for moral support, which isn't a character. It's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when the other character is already moral support therapist. Like, yeah. <laughs> Listen, what should have yeah. happened is they should have gotten John Mahoney's son, Kelsey Gramer, to come mm-hmm. in and be Fraser and do a radio psychology for Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. That's what should have happened. Cool. Fraser spinoff. Yes. Fraser prequel with Kiefer Sutherland. The other the other Fraser prequel. Yeah. I mean, Cheers, I wouldn't call a Fraser prequel. Yeah, sorry. I don't know anything about Cheers and I don't either. how they relate. I just know he just, was Cheers. And I know that everybody knows your name. They're always glad you came. This is a good podcast. This is a good podcast. Good and podcast, everyone. Make a good choice listening. Yeah. To it. yeah. This is where you should edit in like a bunch of applause at this I'm point. I'm not going to do that. I know. I know. Uh, but is it a keeper? No. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say no. Nah. We've been pretty generous the past few weeks. Recently, yeah. we got to put our foot down somewhere. got to draw mm. a line in the sand and say this far, no farther. Mm-hmm. we got to say we're moving on to... There's taglines on the poster in the picture on there. Mm. So we're going to do that. But also there's some really good trivia that we're going to have some fun with. So first off, welcome right. to uh, taglines. Slowly. She stripped away the secret that kept him trapped in silence. His silence hides a terrible secret. She is his only hope. Okay, so that's taglines. Now we're going to get to uh, trivia, which I I think you'll enjoy. So Marsha Mason and John Mahoney uh, would later co-star in The Image. That's one piece of trivia. Next piece of trivia. Despite having the same surname, Marsha Mason and Marilyn Mason... (laughs) Are not related. Who's Marilyn Mason? I don't know, but when I first read that, I thought it said Manson. And that was yeah. funny, but yeah. Marilyn Mason is apparently another actress in this movie. Oh. It's less funny now that it, I know that it doesn't say um, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson would have been pretty funny, though. Would have been quite funny. But you know what is always funny? Amazon reviews. Oh, Amazon reviews. Uh, the Amazon reviews DVD image also does <laughs> yeah. have some oh, pretty it. good, 
Kristen's got a pretty good picture of Kiefer not in this movie. He never yeah. has that kind of facial hair because he is. That looks like. Oh young God, guns. how do you say it? Baby. Yeah, it does look like Young Guns, but also I love the stretch on the Amazon page. Yeah. So and the, uh, the it's got it's got some taglines here, um, or at least just a bunch of stuff on the front of the, the DVD box. I don't know if you can count it as a tagline, but it's it's just a compelling drama about a silent, violent oh, wow. teenager. Wow, the the writer on the box is like, hell yeah, I finally did something with my life. I made a rhyme on the front of a Kiefer Sutherland movie that no one saw. And then the bottom part says, Kevin suffers from elective mutism, and no one has ever heard him utter a word. Wow. Wow. I also definitely thought he was going to be silent for more of the film. Yeah, I'm, yeah. There's a lot of just dropped conflicts. That's the thing. It's like, you could have got more time out of that for sure, but no. No. Okay. This review comes to us. That's Kindle a... customer. Five no, stars. Great movie. My husband and I watched this movie this weekend, and we were both blown away. Kiefer Sutherland may have had the supporting role, but he, but to us, he was the show. Marsha Mason is very good, but Kiefer Sutherland was simply wonderful. He plays a very traumatized young man. And no, no one has heard him speak of where I'm... You went from <laughs> normal to Peter Griffin to Canadian in, like, the span of yeah, was three tra- words. I was tra- traumatized. It was horrific. He's dramatized, eh? He's dramatized. <laughs> no one's heard him speak a word, eh? <laughs> anyway, sorry. He's afraid of everything. He doesn't all? bathe or have anyone, anything to do with anyone, and no one wants anything to do with him. In walks Marsha Mason. She has one thing no one else has. Faith, which turns to love. Whether she wants it or not, I was horrified when I found out why Kiefer was the way he was. I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. I just say, watch it. Try to be unaffected. I dare you. I haven't watched too many Kiefer Sutherland movies, but I plan to watch more since seeing this. He is 24 in real life in this movie. Nice. 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 24 in real life but he plays an almost 18 year old like he really is that young and younger yeah i'm sorry kindle customer it happens all the time a little bit i really cried at the end of this movie and i am not a person who does that i just love the underdog of course i've seen him in lost boys and flatliners he was good in those entrapped in silence he is just super see i think they're they <laughs> <laughs> Just super traumatized super. super it's about 94 minutes long but when you while you are watching his ups and downs in one way it's long and in another it's over way too soon for me his pain oh oh no <laughs> Oh no! Oh His no! Was mine. I I just okay. Okay. All right. All right. You read the rest of the review. Um. um yeah. This next <laughs> the whole? one comes from Tonimith Call. Uh, five star reviews. 
this is one of Kiefer best movie. Was what all of his movies are great, but dot dot dot. Reviewed in the United States of America on July twenty fourth, twenty fifteen. It's a verified purchase. This is one of Kiefer best movies. What all of his movies are great, but this is a very good movie. I have watched it three times in a week. <laughs> are you okay, buddy? Well, it is one of Kiefer best movies. Yeah. Um, this one comes what, to us from great. Richard <laughs> Patik. Um, it's also interesting because the writer of the film's last name... Her, their name is Vicky Patik. Whoa. So maybe there's a connection here. Anyways, Richard Patik. Or Patek. I don't know. Um, good movie. The book is better. Kiefer Sutherland is great in an early role as an elective mute. Dealing with trauma. Marsha Mason's okay and looks adorable. But the sensitivity that is in the book does not come through her character. I would still recommend seeing it, though. This next um, one is uh, from Robin King. So oh, five star. The King? The, for the King. A King's Review. A time capsule. Not just, a neg- not just about a neglected and abused boy, but this is a commentary on society. Kiefer S- Sutherland is <laughs> superb as the boy. Really says a lot about society, man. You know, what, what happened to this you guy? Boy, you put him this in guy's society. not just the King. He's the king of comedy, man. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Damn. Robert De Niro, is that you? Robert De Niro? Marty. Marty, did you make this movie? Marty Scorsese? Hey, Marty Scorsese, you in this hey. one? Hey, make it real cinema. Um, da Vinci? Da, <laughs> da Vinci. Got oh, one man. from Eileen Marie. It's a three-star review. Three stars. Mm-hmm. Not very good movie. Wow. Three star. This one comes to us from Sherry Pitchford. Ah. Three stars trapped in silence. This is a strange movie, but you do get involved in it and wonder what is going to happen next. I would recommend this movie, but I do not like some of the explicit graphics. Anyway... I can say without giving a story way away, I did like the ending. It's got the graphics. Honestly, the expo- the graphic parts of the movie are less graphic than what they talk about. Yeah, like what it's like one he of those draws a thing, and there's some blood at one point. Like, yeah, and like, but it does got the graphics. She does get her wrist cut. Yeah, that's with his blood. knife, which just like that old part was kind of funny. I'm not gonna. Yeah. He's like, you- yeah, you have a knife. <laughs> Great job humanizing your character, everybody. Good, good, wonderful job. Good job all around, folks. That's uh, that's cigars for everybody. Hey, Macarena. I don't have any more reviews. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's reviews. So we're moving on from reviews. We're moving to news. Um. Welcome back to the news, folks. Uh, we we have uh, we're, we've been watching for the past a few months. We've been watching this story develop. That's right. It's Young Guns Three, mm-hmm. as you may have uh, you may remember from previous episodes of He's a Kiefer, the hit podcast. Um, uh, Amelia Estevez uh, as part of the Estevezessance was that the term? That's what we came up with. That's yeah. not what we came up with. That's what someone else came up with. 
Oh, we don't put that on us. Anything. Don't pin that on us, Jaden. No, we didn't come up with anything. But as part of the Estevezesance, um, Young Guns 3 is apparently happening. So this is hot off the presses. Lou Diamond Phillips spoke to Emilio Estevez about Young Guns 3. That's right. Mm-hmm. Frequent Kiefer collaborator, star of Young Guns 1 and 2, has spoken to Emilio Estevez, star of Young Guns 1 and 2, about Young Guns 3. Uh, let's see. We're looking through. Um, according to the actor who portrayed Jose Chavez uh, in the pick, not only is Young Guns 3 a possibility, but he's spoken with Emilio Estevez, who's really trying to make the film happen. <laughs> I got that phone call a year ago, Phillips said. I know that Emilio has been working on it, and what's even more encouraging is that John Fusco, the creator of the first two movies, is working on it with him. There's just enough ambiguity about Chavez's death that means he might have survived just like Billy the Kid. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, that Interesting. is... I don't Interesting. know why, why they're making Young Gun 3. Neither I, of the first two did well. Based on this story... I'm just going to say that because Lou Diamond Phillips, you know, said that uh, I know Amelia's working on, yeah. <laughs> on it, you know, or that the, the article says that Amelia's really trying to make the film happen. It feels like he's just like, you know, I want to be in movies again. <laughs> he, I mean, it's the Estevez <laughs> I remember when I was in the Mighty Ducks all the time and now now he's back in the he's in the Mighty Ducks Disney Plus show. He is. Um. So you know, I guess that is Dastavezesance. He's gonna it's pull it. Happening. He's pulling it back. He's pulling it forward. He's doing the job. He's doing it. Doing it. Doing it. Doing it. Right. Doing it well. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, he's in. Is he? He's in Badlands. Oh, interesting. Huh. Like Terrence Malick's. Anyway. Huh. Before we go movie mode. Uh, let's go movie mode. You got two movie mode choices. That's right. It's, uh, there's not a lot left. No. This is... The barrel is at the bottom. I was even like thinking of like looking at what we haven't seen. Because I, I, honestly, I think after a point... There, well, there's some really stuff we're going to we're gonna take off air uh, that we need to discuss. But for your two options are uh, The Confession... And the reluctant fundamentalist. Oh God, is he actually in the reluctant fundamentalist, or is he just narrating? He's actually in it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the confession Hell yeah. for now. Uh, forgive me of my sins. And uh, you know who we don't need to forgive. <laughs> this is my best segue yet. Wow. Because she did good stuff. Because she is she is the artist who created our beautiful and fantastic and amazing podcast artwork. And you can check out links to her other work in the description. Where you can also find links to Kevin McLeod, who created the song Sax Rock and Roll, which is our intro and outro music every week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at HKPod and Instagram at HKPodcast. You can leave us a review on iTunes. We got another review, another five-star review. That's uh, seven now. Uh, so this is a quality podcast, huh? Yeah. Um, you can also send us a message on Anchor if you want to create an account. Yeah, if this was on, if we were a game on Steam, which we aren't, 
that would have tipped us from from very positive to overwhelmingly positive. It would have. So, so really, we are we're nothing without you guys. No, you're Thank nothing you without support. us. I think you got that twisted, Jaden. No, they need us. No, <laughs> this country needs us now no. more than ever. I'm incredibly thankful for everybody's support. Uh, yeah. Now more than ever. Now. Please more buy than a ever. Honda. Please um, buy my Honda Accord. <laughs> I don't have a Honda Accord. In, yeah, because you're gonna have it because you're buying it. Um, in in these trying times, um, I'd like to you to remember that I've been your host, Zach Duke. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's Keeper. Keeper. Kiefer. Master Bruce. Master Bruce. I told you. Kiefer. I told you and I failed you. And for that I am sorry. Master Bruce. Tenet. Not all the people know that. Have to find Tenet. 